Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi loves, welcome. So I was reading through my older blog posts, looking for some valuable information to share with you. And I found this blog post, which is called What to do if you're in love again. It's from September 2019. And I decided to make it a separate podcast episode because I love this idea and it saved me. when I first found out about this from Abraham Hicks. And I will first read the blog post to you and then I will comment on that. And that will be like a separate episode for today. So today we talk about what to do if you fell in love, like if you have a crush on somebody and like the feelings, the chemistry is there and you're like, you know, you can't think straight and... You're not even sure that this person has the same feelings for you and maybe you are not ready to do anything about it. And well, I will explain how I felt when I uh, had a crush on somebody and I wasn't really happy about this. And so, yeah, and then I will tell you what to do with it, what I learned and what I practiced since then. Okay, so let's dive in. September 19th, 2019. What to do if you're in love again. A few months ago, we were talking about it on stream. I was just getting over my last crush and was talking about that being in love is such a terrible and useless experience because you can't stop thinking about your crush, you want to talk to them all the time, your mind keeps wandering about all the romantic possibilities, and you just can't concentrate on anything else. You check if they're online on social networks, create silly reasons to text them, get very upset when they don't answer right away, and cry in your pillow. Well, yeah, this sounds more like a teenage kind of crush, but I just fall in love too often too fast. Usually my crushes last three to four months and then go away. And I normally choose not to act on a new crush because reason number one, I know it will pass anyway. Reason number two, when it passes and I see clearly the person I had a crush on, I usually think, Him? Really? No, no, the guys are great. It's just that this kind of, air quotes, love is truly blind. And when all this chemistry controls you, you tend to romanticize the shit out of them. And the image in your head ends up having very little in common with the real person. Reason number three? 
Often the feelings fade away and if you've told your crush about them, it makes things weird between you and it sucks. And reason number four, I can have another crush in a few months. I can't run around just telling everybody I love them. Well, actually I definitely can, but it's a totally different state of mind when you just love everybody and aren't afraid to let them know. So on that stream a few months ago, I said the only thing you can do is to just ignore the feeling, try to distract yourself from thinking about your crush and just count days until this chemistry thing is gone and you're back to your normal sane self again. Now I'd say use the boost. When you're in love, you get extra energy. Some people start creating, painting, singing, writing poems, etc. Some lose appetite, get skinnier, start working out to impress the person they're in love with. Some feel brave enough to start a new hobby. So why not celebrate the fact that your mind and body are getting extra energy and use it for your hobbies, your work, to make relationships with your friends and family better? The trick is to explain to yourself what is happening. Don't let yourself suffer because you need this one person in your life. You actually don't. If you feel like things might actually work with your crush and you'd really like to try, good, I'm not talking you out of it. I'm just saying you kinda need to calm down a little first, get over that chemistry. Use the energy boost to build a friendship with your crush. Just don't lose yourself and don't get into the suffering phase. Don't let yourself dream about giving birth to your third child together when he or she doesn't even know you like them. Look at it this way instead. Hey, I'm in love. Again. The feeling is delicious and who knows, maybe it could be a beginning of something real or maybe not. I'm not in a hurry. I'll see how it goes. For now, I'm just grateful to this boy or girl or man or woman because I feel love. I feel inspired. I smile all the time. I want to hug the whole world. I feel happy and this feeling is good enough on its own. So I'm going to enjoy myself for now. Spend this three to four months or however long the crushes last for you creating, sending love to your crush, appreciating the fact that being in love means your heart is open, noticing that you are surrounded by wonderful people worth loving. And if in this two, three, four months the crush is gone and you are left with the warm feeling of appreciation and respect for the person you had a crush on, if you see all the same things in them you saw when all this chemistry was blinding you, great. Now you're in a healthy state to try and build something real with them. But if you feel like, thank God it's over and thank God I didn't act on it, what was I thinking? Then yay, you're yourself again and you can get on with your life. It's a win-win kind of plan. Okay, guys, I think... I'm pretty sure I already mentioned this in one of my previous episodes, but I'm not sure and I, I like I can't remember which one. But yeah, I just wanted to comment a little bit on this. The thing is that before I met my husband, before I got married, I honestly believed that I used to fall in love too much and too often. And I was annoyed by this. This is why this you know, the beginning of this um, blog post was kind of cynical a little bit, but this is honestly how I felt about this all chemistry and this feeling of butterflies in your stomach, you know, when you're like, ah, I'm in love, oh my god, I hope he's the one, and um, 
when I started, you know, practicing self-love, I began looking at it differently. I loved staying sane while building relationship. I loved that, you know, I still had, like, I still was in my power and I was aware of my boundaries and, you know, I didn't like the feeling of this, um, of this chemistry blinding me. So I still stand by what I was, um, what I wrote uh, in that blog post. But um, then uh, after I wrote that blog post, in a few months, I had a new crush and that crush was on my future husband and again, I was annoyed. I was like, oh my God, I'm not even sure he likes me back. And I'm fantasizing again, you know, having dreams about our perfect wedding and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, not again. God, please, no. Like, I want my sanity back. And, you know, the beginning of our relationship was long, first of all. Like, if you want to know more about my my love story, our love story, like how we ended up being together, how we met. You're welcome to listen to the episodes 9 and 10. Well, 10. In the 10th episode, I was talking about my husband. And it's like, um, it's my love story part 2. Returning to self-love, it's called the episode. But you know, there was a time where I wasn't sure it's gonna work out. And I had all those feelings and at the same time I wasn't even sure I wanted that. Like there was a lot of doubting and I didn't know how to navigate it because I still lived in this reality with this belief that I shouldn't get my hopes up because like what if it doesn't work? What if he's not the person I'm looking for? I don't know him that well and we need to, you know, talk more and we need to find out more stuff about each other. And like, I don't want this blinding chemistry to be on the way because I want to have, you know, the ability to consciously decide what I want and like be able to set my boundaries, be able to explain uh, what I want and what I need from a relationship. And yet I had this chemistry, I had this crush on him because he was amazing and I was like, oh my God, he might be the one. And so one day I was listening to Abraham Hicks and I was just searching everything about love, like everything about, you know, what people usually ask Abraham Hicks about like, what if he's not the one and what if she's not the one and like, I like this girl, but I'm not, I'm not sure she likes me back and all this stuff. So I was listening to every everything, every workshop I could find that would let me know what Abraham Hicks say about this. And this is where I found this idea that, you know, you can use the boost. And it made me happy for two reasons. First, I could keep dreaming. <laughs> it was a good thing for me because I, I you know... Before that, I was dreaming about our future together and how we could, you know, walk and hold hands and cuddle and kiss. And I was trying to stop myself. I was resisting it because I was like, no, don't put your hopes up because, you know, it will be very sad if it doesn't work out. 
And at the same time, I felt like, you know, I was doing something wrong. Like I didn't know how to go about it because it made me feel good when I was dreaming about it. But like, could I? I needed permission. And the second thing about this that made me really happy was when Abraham said that, you know, if you focus on the positive, if you be more in that dreamy state instead of reminding yourself about all the but, 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 buts, but it doesn't work. Like, I would love to cuddle, but I'm lonely. I I would really appreciate being with him right now, but he's not here. Like, instead of concentrating on those but, 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 like, absence, lack of love, like, of partner in your life, you concentrate on the positive. You, like, as I said, visualize in general, holding hands and, you know, um, being in this feeling of togetherness, of partnership, of love and trust and appreciation. And then you, like, by doing this, you put yourself into alignment. And then, like, if this person is aligned and it's a vibrational match to you, then even if you don't know how, you will end up being together. The universe knows better. The universe can do that. Like, if you trust it, if you don't resist it, if you stay aligned. And if this person you fantasize about is not aligned, is not into alignment with you, then the universe will bring you, will, you know, assist you meeting somebody else who will be aligned, like who will be a match to your vibration, your high vibe. And they said, will you actually be upset? Like, will you actually be sad that, oh my God, I met the love of my life and he's the man or a woman I've been dreaming about all my life and like they have all the wonderful qualities, like it's what I wanted and even better, but this person doesn't have the face of the person I had a crush on before. Like, you probably wouldn't be upset about this. And I was like, oh, I haven't ever thought about it. And this idea just set me free. And I used this crush for my own advantage. And whenever I felt resistant, I would just, you know, close my eyes and imagine him, my my future husband, <laughs> um, my then just a guy who I had a crush on being with me and I imagined us kissing and holding hands and you know going to cafes together and all the stuff and it helped me to release resistance and in the end he was a match for me and I at some point got an inspiration to you know what to do to be together. And now, two years later, we're married. Actually, in December, it's going to be our one-year wedding anniversary. So I can assure you that it works. Just use it to release resistance and stay in the field of your dreams, in the space of your dreams. And um, that's all I was going to share with you today and thank you so much for listening I hope and I'm sure it was very useful and very valuable and 
I'm happy you're here with me and thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you and I love you and have a lovely rest of your day. Kisses, see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.